0: Boom, we're on, we're on, we're on. All right, All right let's do this it. This is um, this is rarefied air, ladies and gentlemen. Um, it honestly, yo, this is uh, we hit the big time, you guys. We hit the big time. I don't even know where to start. Um, I've known this dude for dude, this crazy years like almost like 10 years. More that's than crazy. That. Yes, more than 10. 10 plus years. Um, from like our our humble cheerle- cheerleading days to freaking. <laughs> You know, one of us, you know, kept kind of on the chip path. And the other was like, you know what? I, I got bigger, and bigger things to do. Um, nah. I, I got to spread my <laughs> wings and fly. Um, now, nah, this is it, honestly that nah, this is uh, this is an absolute honor. Uh, this is this is my boy, Edson, who is, I mean, all everything. I mean, if you name it, he can do it. Um, if you need an athlete, he can do it. Um, if you need that guy, he can be that. If you need the dancer, he can do that. If you need the choreographer, guess what? He can do that. If you need the actor, guess what? <laughs> he can do that. There's not enough slashes out there to, to say what this guy can do. He literally can slash this, 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 this. I mean, I mean, I'm sure he's a SAG member. I'm sure he's 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 a writing member. I'm sure he's a member of everything. Um, but he is one of the most genuine, most one of the most talented people that I've ever met oh, in my lifetime. Bro. And to be able to to have him on this podcast, which is is, is weird, because honestly, I didn't think I was gonna be able to get him on. Uh, this is this is this is dope. This is super dope for me. Um, you guys know how I am. You know, when it comes to you know my podcast, when it comes to to the guests that I have on, it's really just people that I fan I fanboy over. Um, people that I'm nosy about and I want to know about their lives. So I mean, what better way to get to know and catch up with an old friend than to you know just barge into his life while he's in the middle of a tour. <laughs> and, uh, and we're going to get to that in a minute too. Uh, and uh, and just be able to just kind of chirp and, and get to know, you know, what's going on in his life. Um, like I said, he's one of the best, best to do it. Um, that's still currently doing it. Um, he has traveled the world continuously travels the world. He's a working artist, not an artist. He is a working artist. He's eating as Damn. we speak and he's been doing it for quite some time. So it is an honor, ladies and gentlemen, um, I just, I don't know. Um, I give you Edson Juarez.
1: Hey, what it do, LS? How you been? I'm uh, good. Edson Juarez here, born and raised in Texas, from McAllen, Texas, down south,
0: like real south, you know, like the real 10 south. minutes from Mexico. So <laughs> <laughs> what's up? How you been? Man, I'm good. I'm good. I mean, it's weird because like, I don't know, man, like it, it's. It's a weird thing, like, you know. So for for those that that kind of know my journey, that don't really know my journey, like I mean, I I've been in the cheer business for years. Um, I've been in the cheer space for decades now. Um, and one of the cool things about being in the, in the cheer space, in you know, in the cheer business, is you run into a lot of great people. Um, and in 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 those you know small circles of great people, there are like really really amazing people that have just otherworldly talent. Um, and Edson was one of those that you knew out the gate was y'all this dude is different you know what I mean and it wasn't like you know what I mean attitude yes sassy yes but <laughs> you know what I mean look but here's the thing you you'll be hard pressed if at all to find anyone that had anything negative to say about him you know was he lazy never did he work hard always did people love oh, him absolutely And it shows. I mean, and and it's weird because those type of people that have that type of work ethic, that have that type of effect on other people, they tend to, to keep going and do bigger and better things, and they tend to affect other people that same way. That's why you see those same type of charismatic people, you know, you see those same type of, like, energetic people, high energy people, highly effective people. You, you tend to see them be a bit more successful than the layperson, person. Um, and like I said, it's, it's, it's cool that, you know, Edson was, he wasn't, he was not the exception to that. He was, you know, always just, you know, top of his game, no matter what it was. And he always put his best foot forward. And I think that's, that was something <laughs> in, in our business, especially, um, you know, doing camps and stuff like that. That's a very hard thing to do on a daily basis. Um, and I don't yeah. think people realize having to get up and you know, 6 whatever in the morning and then you go to bed at 10, uh, you know, 10 o'clock at night. And that's not that's not including if you decide to go out, which we all always did. So you're probably you going to bed partake around. partake of the fam. Yeah, I, absolutely. So I mean, you, you're going to bed like 2 a.m. pretty much and waking up at 6 and having to put that face back on, having to put that smile back on like, hey, I'm here for you. Let's get it cracking. I was never able to do that. I was never able to do that. Edson was able to do that to a T. And you would never know that he was hurting you would never know that he was tired, you would never know that he had only got an hour or two of sleep because he was going to put his best foot forward. And fast forward to present day, I, dude, you you're in the middle of a tour.
1: We <laughs> that's, are.
0: That's insanity. Um and, and I think it's it's weird. <laughs> and it's weird because we're gonna obviously we're gonna dig into that a little bit. For sure, for sure. I I have literally become accustomed to okay, where's Edson at? okay, what's he doing now? Okay, let me look at his IG, find out what he's doing, and then let's go stock where he's actually doing. <laughs> and it's honestly been that, that it's been that way what since like 2014, 2015. Yeah, about um, that. And it's crazy to to think like, you know what, dude, we used to have to do like boogie chants together. And now I'm like,
1: boom, chicka, doing, boom. Boom, chicka, boom.
0: And now I'm like, I'm doing all the chants. Like, let's go, Vincent. you got it, you got it. <laughs> so, you know, I I can tell you this straight up, and this is straight up, man to man. I have never, I've never like willingly tried to buy tickets to see Ricky Martin just to see the dancers.
2: And by oh, the man. dancers,
0: I mean dancer. Um, it's Ew. just, it's 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 just cool, man. I really, I can, I honestly, we can spend a full hour of me just going on and on about how proud I am of you, man. But I think that kind of goes without, you know, without saying, man. You just, you you're just so impressive, and you've done so much, and you continually do so much um and i think you know again this is something we're going to touch on a little bit later it's just watching your evolution um you know not just as a as an artist but as a man and you know <clears throat> and how you you know which is the coolest thing for me seeing like how you always find a way to come back home and oh yeah that's i think that's probably going to be our first question um so i mean i know you've been you know based on the west coast you've been up in vegas you I mean you've been everywhere um but yeah. <clears> what in, in all of the success that you've had up up to up to right now like what you know what keeps you coming back home
1: i mean family like you know what i mean that's a like southern grown so you know and then on top of that mexican so we're very family based you know um uh, right. that's a support group they're always there for you through the good and the bad you know on ig all you see is all the accolades and all the successes and all the finished right. product but no one's there to really hear you or see you for the most part uh Mm -hmm. behind closed doors or behind the curtain um off stage where family gets to hear out the hard rehearsals Mm -hmm. or the long travel hours or the exhaustion and you know going back home is always my favorite part whether it's teaching that brings you back down there to go choreograph or teach classes and give give back to the community that I grew up with with dance as well um it's my family my family's my rock my everything and they've been with me and through me with everything in life and on top of that I would say also like the dance community you know what I mean absolutely going back home to try to give back or provide you know some kind of an outlet to the the community that I had but didn't have as much of the resources you know like that was right when YouTube was coming out right and we'd have to watch videos off of that to like yeah, figure it out you know there wasn't yeah. classes that we had access to now there's all these online class. i mean I, i'm going down like a little rabbit hole here but no
0: man i mean but that's what it's about <clears throat> you know what i mean like you've created home you know you, you go back home to create a better home you know what i mean like and i think you know you you hit something that that a lot of us really had to do especially back in those days we're, just, we're saying back in those days if you wanted to dance if you want to try to like any type of dancing any type of choreography that you would find, you would have to <laughs> first you would have to find it on YouTube. And then you would have to learn it, but you would have to learn it the right way because you were going to be learning it the opposite way if you followed how mirrored the it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you would have to mirror what you, you know, <laughs> you would have to like pretty much unmirror what you watched, you know, to make sure that you learn it the right way. Like clearly, I wasn't the dancer. I am not the dancer that you are. Uh, right. but I mean, for us, like it was it was always like, oh, you know what's the what's the latest. Dance coming out of Dallas. What's the latest dance coming out of Houston? Like, oh, let's we got a, you know Southside Book. Like, how how do they do that? Oh, that's how yeah. they do. Okay, then all, we gotta learn how to do that. So, like, I know I that part I totally totally get. Or before
1: when you record like on the TV, you know, yes. on VHS, and you get that that musical award music uh, show, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Watching Backstreet Boys, In Sync, and music it, videos, yes. kind of like catching on as fast as you can. Yeah, of think, your lessons, you know.
0: I think that was I. What was the probably Bye 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 was one of the first like. Full, I think that's was one of the full first one of the first full songs. I'm like, I'm learning the full choreography for this one, um, and it wasn't hard. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, I trying to think of the other one. It was, it was that one. Um, I you tried to me learn a little bit, uh, little, uh, a little yeah, bit Yeah, hit me, baby, <laughs> one more time. Yeah. Um, Damn gum. And I think the last one I actually tried to really, really learn. I tried to learn single ladies. I uh, oh, yeah But yeah, I'm yeah.
2: Close. yeah. <laughs>
0: But it, but then like that part was okay until you like to, like the you know when you get to the bridge I'm like yo I don't know what she's on next so yeah um and then here lately I try I try to do the uh I try to do the wall to wall dude but I just I don't have the I can't move anymore bro I'm just kidding. too big dog you're I'm just too big not
1: drinking the right tequila Palsy.
0: nah man I guess I the guy I'm not not loosening the hips I guess I don't know I'm just too, I'm just too old bro um nah. so like obviously I mean you know you've been you've been dancing you know your whole life um. What was, can you remember that first dance class or the first, yep. you know, that
1: so, you plot help? twist first dance class? I mean, it's like a weird question, like, or a long answer and an interesting answer, just because I didn't, time. I didn't start, I didn't start dancing technically, like, or in the sense of like actually going to actively take classes or lessons or being on a dance team. Until I was 18 and it was like a backward start. So it's like we started with cheer in middle school and then high school and, you know, you have the little four, a count dance. And, but then again, I'm a male cheerleader in Texas in those times. So what do I do in the back? You have to stand there. Unless I'm like stunting with someone or tossing somebody in the air. But then again, you're in Texas. In the middle school that I was at, we couldn't stunt or tumble. So couldn't tumble. Couldn't stunt. (laughs) So I was on the chair just to do sidelines. Fast forward high school. Guys still don't dance, technically, I guess. Um, Then we started doing a hip-hop team at my studio there with uh, Lexi Chayla.
0: Oh, Lexi. Shout out Lexi. You
1: know? And so she she started... um, put together a hip-hop group with a lot of our cheerleading squad from uh, Nicky Rowe High School. So then we started that, and that's how hip-hop started for uh, for me, I guess, and then started taking classes then. So for me, my first class at 18, I think it was a workshop. Um, I can't remember. There was two that day, but I can't remember who the first person was anymore, Uh, but he was dancing for Chris Brown for sure. And uh, then it was my mentor, Jesse Santos. That's the second class I took, So, So, um, but that was back at 18. So it's been like a playing catch up, if you will, you know, but then also taking and utilizing the things that I've learned um, through cheer with movement and, you know, body control. And then I also did martial arts, you know, so then that was a lot of pairing of, um, you know, katas, which are the martial art forms or routines, I guess, if you will. And then x made made it flashy so now you do it with some tumbling and some cool little glittery kind yeah. of looking thing and then you add some music too and all of a sudden you look like a ninja and like superman or spider-man um so i took all those little lessons to kind of yeah you know you know your body and you can absolutely if you pay attention to all the micro muscles or the way that you can mimic and try to follow along as much as you can that's kind of i guess how i made i don't know as. Fast as possible, the the growth that I that I can say has been there, you know. Yeah. um But yeah, I can't remember that first guy's name, and it's gonna tick me off. I'll text you maybe later I am like, digging.
0: Because I can't remember the first. And I only took, I think three, four. I took four. I took four dance class, uh, dance classes in my all of my dance career. I didn't have a dance career, by the way. But I just wanted to see if I could do it. <laughs> I was because again, that was that was when. You, you couldn't... That was post-YouTube. It was when you started getting... I feel bad. They, don't, they weren't really YouTube dancers, but they were dancers that had a huge YouTube following, and right. they started kind of growing and growing. So I was a big, big fan of uh, So Real Crew. So Real, and, yeah. yeah and they- I was absolutely just in love with Brian Puspos. I just, oh, yeah. I mean... I just loved his choreography. I liked his 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 movements. It was just like water. And you know, for me, I was I was. well. I'm not I'm not the most fluid person, but I could tut. I'm like, oh yo, this dude, he moves, but he adds this, he incorporates the tutting really well. I'm like, yo, I, I'm gonna go take a class. And uh they they opened up class when they opened up So Real Studios. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna go. Bro, I went, I walked in, maybe five minutes, like, nah, bro, I don't know what they're saying. Because again, all I ever knew was cheer. I knew by six, seven, eight, I knew that you could, you know, if you dance well enough, they start moving you closer to the front. And of course, you know what I mean? Like, there ain't no way my I'm ever going to be dancing in the front. So I was like, you know what? At the very least, I can choreograph this stuff and at least the girls can dance in the front. So I'm like, you know what, man? Maybe I'm actually halfway decent at this. Maybe I'll go try and take a class. Nah, man. Because <laughs> I think I may have heard, you know, five, six, seven, eight. that's literally all I ever heard with 5, 6, 7, 8, and I'm like, whoa, this is and different. Then,
1: no more counts, it's all musicality. It's, and...
0: Yes, yes, yes. And again, you learn, you know, you learn, you learn early if like, yo, I, I can do this or not, nah. I'm not doing this. But I kept going back because I just loved yeah. it. Um, but I just never, it was never one of those things like, oh yeah, I'm definitely going to do this. Ah, nah, man. You know, cause then you, you know, summer hits and then like, all right, well, you know, Hey guys, you're going to get, we're going to give you guys uh, a chance to, to do a, a show for the girls. All right, cool. And Edson's next to you like, oh, wait a minute. Oh, that's how, <laughs> that's how you're supposed to really dance. Oh bet I can't nah. do that. I'm going to sit down. It's just, and it's, like I said, it's really cool, you know, just seeing how, just seeing Seeing how successful you've been, you know, and you're doing something. And I guess I I guess I should preface it by saying to see somebody do something that they're they they have a God given talent to do, because I guarantee you your journey to where you're at, it's definitely very, very unique. Um, not a lot of people would have that type of background, you know, and you know, to to start dance so late, I guess formal formal training so late. Um, and to, to catch up not only to catch up but to you know use that raw talent and your other abilities to not only catch yourself up but to give yourself almost an edge over other other dances because you you've been exposed to things that not a lot of other dancers have been exposed to um and to to be able to have that supreme body control earlier in life that definitely lends itself to just to being a stronger i think i just a stronger dancer um because you're just exposed to more um there's only so much that you're going to be exposed to in the studio whereas right. you know what you're going to be exposed to say in in martial arts that's a whole different that's a whole different type of training that's a whole different type of mental toughness that one's required to have in order to you know in order to achieve just the smallest of accomplishment so I mean in cheer we already know like cheer can either cheer the either it's either going to be heaven or hell and there's no in between and <laughs> You know, most, most of the time it's, it's, it's the latter just because it's, you've got some deadline and you've got some competition and you've got to be ready for it. Um, the one thing I will ask you, and this is going to go back in a cheer because it always made me so mad. And I think I may have asked you one time, but I don't, it may have been a passing. I always wanted to know why you didn't just go UDA.
1: Oh, wasn't dancing in, in, until I was a senior in high school and then like a super senior and all-star, you know what I mean? Yeah. So. I never went UDA uh, just because I also still love cheer. I mean, I was supposed to, my whole game plan was, you know, be a physical therapist and yeah. go to HPU or yeah. go to SFA and, you know, go do the college cheer thing yeah. and finish finish your four years at six years of college and uni and whatever. And then I remember working with the uh, University of Texas Pan American as like this, one of the spear, associate spirit directors yeah. or um, dance coaches. And then I remember joking around with uh, – some of the big boys with UCA about doing like a little segue into UDA, but for college camp. I... And there was talks of it. There was plans of it. I never really did it just cause I don't know. When I think about camp, my core memories are the UCA way. And, and
2: yeah,
1: that that's just like a whole different part of life where mm-hmm. I don't know. I just didn't want that imprint to be changed through the yeah. diff- same, but different family. If yeah. that makes sense, like no, totally those are two sense. different. But yeah, I don't know why I never really thought about yeah, it. I always wonder, I was like, you
0: know, because like honestly right around like your second, third year, I'm like, this dude can dance, dance. You know, I mean, and you were just, you were such a... Okay, so I, I guess I should rewind. So when we're talking about UCA UDA, we're talking about Universal Cheer Association, Universal Dance Association. It's under right. the same umbrella, under the same umbrella. Just one's aimed toward cheer teams, the other's aimed toward dance teams. Um, Both of them require just a lot of personality, a, a lot of natural ability in order to instruct other people to learn either cheer or dance. Um, Edson was just so natural, and it's, it's cool that I'm bragging about you to your face to other people right now. <laughs> um, Edson was so natural in terms of his just natural teaching ability, natural leadership, that honestly, it, it's almost, it was almost talent wasted on cheer because, I mean, you're only going to say four or five of the same words over and over and over, and the, you know, the girls and guys are going to get it. With dance, it requires a little bit more, and by a little bit more, I mean a lot bit more of just instruction, concentration, repetitiveness, in order to you know not only are you giving verbal cues, but those verbal cues have to translate to some physical cue, right, in order for them to get the you know the, the proper technique to dance, you know, to dance to whatever whatever song you you've given them. Um, I always wonder, like this dude is you're so good at just instructing oh he could he could definitely teach dance. If I can teach a dance, you definitely can teach a dance. I just, you know, and then you know, and of course, when it got to the extreme routine, this is you see my thing, bro. And uh, you it's... never bro, you'll never know this. And I'm telling you this now this is so funny saying this out loud. When it came to the extreme routine, bro, I would always like, "Hey, put me next to Edson." Hey, what
1: what what was the Extreme routine for the people. What is an extreme routine?
0: So, the extreme routine was a combination of both dance and cheer. Um, more really stunts, and you would put it to like, what was it, eight eight counts? I think it was like eight, eight I think counts. I
1: think that they had, the dance was four, and then we had like four or five extra, yeah. Like yeah. mix it up and do our own yeah. thing at the end.
0: So, I mean, so each instructor, you know, I mean, it's, we all had the same music. Each instructor was given, you know, a, a, a team or two, if you're good, like me, you know what I'm saying, yeah, three or four, you feel me? Um, and <laughs> But so you would give these teams and you give them the extreme routine and, you know, you would it was your own little like mini choreography, you know, and you would have pretty much eight, eight to nine, eight counts to just give them something unique, like specifically to them. And boom, you know, and and of course, later in the, in the later in the, the camp, they would get evaluated over it slash placed. And so my thing was like, all right, I always felt like I was one of the best coaches when it came to making an extreme routine until oh, yeah. Edson came along. This fool was on a different level. I mean, and part of it was, you know, what I mean, like, don't you gotta understand at my best, you know what I mean? Like, my I'm not, I'm not this long, lean, pretty body. Like, so like my motions when I'm doing <laughs> stuff, don't they don't look the same as Edson's Essence motions. Edson's Essence always long, lean, pretty body. Like, lines were always perfect. So the girls would get it down perfect. Every time I would do, it, like, hey, so what is that? Is that a K motion? Is that an L? Yeah, yeah, it's an L. So I would have to talk my emotions, whereas Edson could just show like, look, this is what your body's supposed to look like doing it. So I would always watch my, like, yo, you know what, bro, put me next to Edson. Because I always, I'm, you know what, I want to be next to the best instructor out here, because I, that's how I graded myself. I mean, you know, it's, I'm always competitive. But like, if you're going to grade yourself, you grade yourself off the person you feel like is the best instructor at whatever that particular discipline is. Edson, I can honestly tell you, hands down. Was probably one of the best, if not the best, extreme routine coach I had ever freaking seen. And I always felt it wasn't fair because, like, you were just you're always you're naturally creative, so you always had like four or five routines in the back of your head before you even walked out there. Where I'm like, Nah, bro, I don't even know about that. Who makes that up? There's no way he was he made that up during lunch. There's no way. I used to get so pissed. And then like <laughs> then we get to like final evals, and his his kids would always win like yo man i'm i'm tired of getting these red ribbons so <laughs> I, I i can tell you straight up that i used to ask whoever the h i was like hey during private coaching put me next to edson oh well, he's a group your b group no 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 put us both on a let me be next to edson because i just i do i just dog i love watching you coach loved it that was like oh, one thanks. of my favorite favorite parts man i mean and and, and again it the, everything I'm saying, I mean, I'm sure I echo how other people felt. I mean, because you were just, you've always been like a favorite. Just like, oh, you know, Edson's. On, you know, we, we get these staff lists, right? Like who was going to be on our camp? You know, like what camp we would have and everything. Yeah. So you could see the people that were on it, you know, and and again, like Edson knows exactly what I'm talking about. You would go get down that roster. You You're like and get that roster. Look who's, down at it, who's, who's <laughs> on who's on it. And like you know, or like if you were a vet, like i mean, I, I think I already had like eight, nine, ten years in. By the time you, you know, you came on, so when you're you know, an older vet, you kind of get to call the shots like, hey, you know who I would like to be on this camp? Hey, if they don't have anything, if they're not scheduling then get them on this camp. So I don't try, try to get Edson on my camp. I was always trying to get like John on my camps. So I would try to get like all my boys, all the people that I love, Like, put my people on this camp. And sometimes, man, I get lucky, like, hey, Edson doesn't have anything. Oh, he good? He's good? Yeah, yeah, he doesn't have anything. All right, cool, put him on this camp. So then you know, and then I would act like I was surprised when everybody got in the camp. I'm like, oh, you want this do that <laughs> So... It was just it it was it was cool, just like you know, being able to kind of watch you know the maturation. It just not like I said, not just as a, an instructor, but just as a young man. It's kind of you know coming to your own and you know really you know going from asking the questions to people asking you the questions. <clears throat> like that that was always really really cool, man. Like I was always appreciative of those moments, man. And I think it's just cool looking back because you always I think you have this natural ability. You always make people whoever you're in involved with, whoever you're talking to. Whoever, like you' you're, you're encountering you always make whoever that you're're you're, you're encountering feel special and I think that's a very 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 unique quality not a lot of people have um and I think that that's that it's it's definitely sets you apart from a lot of people um thank you because even even when I you know even when I know a person doesn't have the time but they make the time for me for whatever that time is. You know, it, it can be thirty seconds, but if they give me their undivided attention for thirty seconds, I know that people's time is is precious. I know that you know that's that's not an easy thing to, to do, especially nowadays when people just are rep, ripping and running. But you always find yeah. a time. I don't know how you do it, but I mean, since I've known you, you've always managed to carve out whatever time that you have to devote it to whomever you're dealing with. I mean, and that's just that's huge, and I, I think that speaks volumes about you. And of course, your your you know your success. So I mean, it's 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 been cool. So. Here we go. I'm excited about this. Right. So now we get to talk about the <laughs> success. So, again, like I said, I have been... It, and it's weird because I don't have to... I'm not the only one. I am not the only one that's been like, oh, so what is... Edson's like, where's Waldo? Where's Edson now? Um, <laughs> let's talk about the uh, So You Think You Can Dance. Um, Ooh, uh,
1: that fun was...
0: <laughs> yo, let's, let's take it back. Let's retro this for a little bit because that was... It's cool thing about having friends that, like, are doing dope shit, right? Because you get to brag on them. And you get to brag on how you already knew that they were able to do that. Like, oh, yeah, you know what I mean? And, you know, it's not like he's done a lot of dance classes. You know that, right? That was always my thing. Like, you know, I mean, Edson hasn't even done a lot of dance classes. That's how good he is. Imagine if he had been doing classes for 10 years when all his other, like, all these other people, like, and he's still ripping them. (laughs) Um, That was me in the corner talking hella trash to everybody. Like, yo, that's your boy. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's a picture right here. Well, you know, you know. Um, <laughs> what was that like, man? First of all, like what, how did, how did that come about? Like, what made you decide, you know what? I'm an audition.
1: You know, a couple of years into like doing cheer and dance and finally like finding my way in small little avenues of taking a couple classes here and there. I knew, I was already in college, you know, pursuing, like I said, the physical therapy route no matter how many years I was going into college and all the classes I was doing, good or bad, it never felt like what I was meant to do. I was never fulfilled the way I was fulfilled, like, you know, when I was teaching, setting for here, going to um uh, competitions and performing, um, mm-hmm. teaching with with cheer camps. It just never felt right. Right. When I saw the opportunity for So You Think, I think the first time I auditioned for it was maybe 2013. Mm-hmm. I think so for season 10. Yeah. I had one of my friends uh, kind of say, You should try. I'm like, uh, All right, cool. We'll see. it. And I knew that there was always like a segue for people to move or dance to move from wherever they were at to LA and pursue or New York and pursue their. It was okay. a stepping stone for a lot of dancers. Absolutely. So I was like, All right, cool. I'm like, And you know what? If I'm meant to do this and per- pursue this professionally, and if I make it to the show, it's meant to be. If I can't make it through this audition process, I shouldn't be a professional dancer and I should stick to what I'm doing and just leave that to the side. Absolutely. Which also was probably one of the dumbest things now looking back (laughs) that I could have made as the ultimatum of whether or not I could pursue this as a profession, because, you know, it's a, it's a show and they're casting not just your dancing, but they're casting also your personality and your likeliness and you as a person and your story and everything. There's so many layers. So, um yeah auditioning for that i did that in 2013 like i said yep season 10 make the austin auditions get a call back for vegas week do the vegas week i get there like maybe do my solo and they're like you cut the chop boom gone home mind you, you guys drop from classes because if you miss a certain amount of classes in college yeah. what happens you get dropped from the you class. drop you yeah. so, um i get dropped from that, that class get back into the programs next season comes around season 11 <laughs> this time I get I get the same professor the professor tells me you need to stay here if you go to Vegas you're dropped again and you won't get back into the program make it to Vegas stay there the entire week make it all the way to what's called the green mile yep and the green mile for those that don't know is basically every day and um, after you go to your city auditions which season 11 hours in Atlanta um, once you audition and you make it through all those rounds you get to Vegas and you have to go through another set of rounds where there's your solo, um, then you go into like uh, hip hop, then you go into ballroom, then you go into uh, Broadway, then you go into a group round where you have to make up your own choreography with your team, then you go into the contemporary and then finally your last solo. So it's just like a long gruesome process and you're sleep deprived because you're rehearsing and trying to make yourself perfect in every single which way you can be for the judges and the cameras and you know trying to show up and show out and from then didn't get it again so that was another heartbreak i was like man maybe i should really let this go you know season 12 comes around deciding whether i want to do this or not i decided to jump the gun and be like you know what screw it go with a a specific plan thinking i'm going to cater right to the people doing the exact right formula if that makes sense yeah and then the producer came up to me after doing the freestyle round and, and uh it was back in Dallas this time for season 12. And he's like, I need you to do something a bit more vulnerable. And Ooh. I don't want you to do something athletic. I don't want you to do Ooh, something like that, that you chills. think. So that number was kind of like a spur of the moment number that I'd used to audition in Dallas. It was made up the night before going to go audition in front of uh, Jason Derulo, Paul Abdul and Nigel Litko. Um It was scary. It was, but also at the same time, something about that audition felt right.
2: Yeah
1: in the, the ones prior to the past two seasons, before that one, before season 12, it never felt organically right. Like I never really felt like comfortable or I, I don't want to even say that like confident, but like not, I guess the word would be more like secure. I never felt secure yeah. about myself really when it comes to like dancing. So like the facade that I guess like people might see me as a charismatic and strong person, it's come with a lot of like criticism to myself to, you know, really, try to put my best foot forward and be that to the outside world and with dance no, it's just that. even it dance is even more vulnerable you know what I mean like everyone especially now with social media like this thing is like scary you know mm. like people can cut you down within a second of you Absolutely. posting something up and so being put on like on tv before phones and social media were really taken off in 2014-15 all that stuff with instagram mm. that was you know scary and exciting like I said but so that process in, in season 12 auditioning it all just felt right. It all just felt good. And if it flowed, it flowed it flowed, made it through that green mile. And then the process throughout the entire show was intense. You know, you have a specific schedule week to week. So you fly we got flown into LA right and um put us up in these nice apartments out in uh on third street mm-hmm. uh right by the grove if anybody's that been out by LA it's really nice hey, it's a little yeah. outdoor mall um put it up in these apartments. Uh, You get in first day, you get a choreographer, you're there with your your duet partner, you're doing that, and then uh, you learn your routine in three hours, and then within those three hours, you're also having to interact with the camera and, you know, BTS of learning routine. So you're kind of focused with the choreographer to learn the routine, but you're also not because you got to be integrating with these cameras and playing the cameras like those people into your life in the process. So you're like stressed about making sure you give that time, but you also got to (laughs) pay attention to these details because you only got three hours, and then after that, you got another three hours of uh, post-rehearsal interviews, and then you've got lunch and you got to go through PT. And then the next day you got to learn a whole nother routine, but then also go back to the first one you learn um, to do your small group routine. And then on Friday, you start your your, uh, opening routine, which is everyone. Um, It's just so layered by Sunday, you got uh, um, run-throughs with the whole thing, camera blocking, Monday's a live show, you're up and picked up at 3.45 in the morning, I think it was all call time. To get picked up, sent out to the, the CBS studios. You're there in oh. the hair and makeup trying to eat. By the time you serve yourself breakfast, you literally got eggs, one scoop. You're getting pulled into hair and makeup, eating your little Cheerios in the makeup chair or in the hair chair or whatever may have you at that moment. Um, and then you go straight into live uh, pre-recorded opening numbers at 6 a.m. with a live audience. So 6 a.m. and you're dancing full out.
0: That's crazy.
1: (laughs) Only to get back into rehearsals for camera blocking again that evening and do a whole run through of the show and then to be put back into hair and makeup to get ready for the live show at 4.30 um, in L.A. By the time you finish and do the whole show and do the interviews, it's like about nine o'clock. By the time you finish enjoying whether it was a good show or a bad show for you and, and, you know, living with all the people and. Long. It was a long process. Oh, it was heavy, but it was exciting. You know, there was so many ups and downs through that whole process. That was when I was really also, I mean, you're a guy of fitness. So I was really into my my supplements at that point. I was trying to I always thought aesthetic was important um for dance, and I thought, you know if i'm I'm a short guy, I'm like five nine, sometimes five eight it depends on a good day. uh <laughs> but on the resume, yeah and the resume i like to i, I put 510 you know i'll dance with a heavier shoe with something with a heel or with an insert yeah. so you know you like dance taller also helps and makes you h- blend in with the guys who are six foot all right. the times on jobs and dancing next to guys who are six foot tall yeah. um and you know you can't make the sh- the picture look short and with cheer it's all about symmetry so you learn to like kind of pull up absolutely um so i was really dabbled into you know the supplements i was on the vascularity kind of like uh what's it called noxivol to get like yeah. The Vachilleri, but I was doing so much creatine, and wasn't filtering it out. And with the amount of dancing that I was doing, oh. um, what was happening was I was basically becoming so acidic in my body that I was seizing up and having cramps, yep. muscle spasms. So with dance, when you had like in contemporary, if you point your, through your and articulate through your foot, if you are, if if you grip your body, it, it'll yeah. spout, That was my elbow that just definitely popped loud. Uh <laughs> It'll lock up and it'll seize yeah. up. So I was going through these weird episodes where, and we were drinking like water like this. Instead of drinking like a high pH water, you're drinking these oh, bottled yeah. waters by the like every five seconds you're finishing one of these through a run through of a routine. So yeah. these bottles don't have much they
0: don't to have help much. you up. It's nope. mineral
1: for taste, it's just yeah. like nothing water. No. So I was drinking so many of these a day and my body was shutting down. Yep. And there was like a glimpse of it that happened in the audition process. Um, that season where they showed me going down in Broadway and I had like a full on muscle spasm, but in my hamstring, there was something that was never filmed. I think it was like week two or three of the show, the live shows where we were in rehearsals running it. And I, uh, so it was probably one of the scariest things of my life. I felt like I was having a seizure, but was fully conscious, was fully aware of everything. My hands literally curled inwards. Um, My legs had completely locked out. I was on the floor. Like cameras weren't rolling. Nothing was like, it was just scary, you know? And it was just the amount of hours I think that my body was doing. And on top of that, and rehearsing with my partners um, after rehearsals back in the hotel, I mean, the apartments, I was still trying to like, you know, keep the grind going of, well, I'll just wake up at 4 a.m. and just get a set in in the morning and then, or I'll just stay up later and get a set in at the gym, not taking care of my body. So I once again down the rabbit hole, but that process, I don't know. It was interesting to to go through all these really crazy emotional roller coaster moments of my life where I kind of really grew even faster, but in a more spiritual and mental and emotional way. Um, with dance, it's it's always hard to with the, being a person, it's always hard being vulnerable, let alone Absolutely. like I said, being a dancer and exposing yourself. But with that show, it also peeled another layer where it's also like people are trying to get to know you and your personality and that's also just another layer of being you know vulnerable and it's it's just was really cool to me for that show how much it's prepared me for this industry and Absolutely. for the layers of yeses and no's that you're going to get yeah. and people who are how do i say this? It, it's all subjective um so the learnings to take things with a grain of salt but what's also yeah taking the that criticism and maybe using it to apply it to your craft and you know better yourself, whether it was a compliment a compliment or like I said, a critique. Yeah. It, you you learn to run with it with, with the good and the bad. And that show really kind of helped harden my exterior while also letting it be something that's capable of being opened at the same time. Um, it was like a new way of finding the balance. Of letting people in to my to the deepest level of my ability, while mm-hmm. also, you know, being okay with whatever that result is of them liking you or not, you know.
0: That's crazy. dude. Yeah,
1: so you think it was an intense ride, but definitely something I don't know if I could have I could have ever made it to where I'm at now without that experience.
0: It was, it was needed. It was a needed experience.
1: Yeah, and I mean, that, that it, show mean... kind of. It catapulted everything in my career Absolutely. without that. Well,
0: I mean, I think a lot of it was just, it, it was uh, a lot of, at least from the outside looking in, you know, just, you know, a lot of that training, a lot of the rehearsal, a lot of those, you know, times that you missed out on earlier, um, yeah. because you weren't able to put the, that kind of, you know, that kind of time and work in because you had other things, you know, that, that, that you were doing. And, you know, you started late. I believe, at least again, on the outside looking in, it was, It was intense. It was so much intensity, so much vulnerability, all encompassed impact, uh, impacted into one single entity that it was almost like, all right, we're going to dump this all on you. What are you going to do with it? Whereas a lot of people, a lot of dancers, you know, a a lot of people that, you know, that weren't as successful, that haven't been as successful. uh, They weren't able to travel that road. They weren't able to travel that route because, you know, I mean. Let's be real. Like, I mean, it's not for the mission It's not for the weak. Um, and the fact you had to do, you had to, you had to wear so many hats. I think that's the part that even I, I mean, I, I thought I knew a little bit about it, but I didn't even know you had to wear so many other hats. I mean, you know, you weren't just going to dance, you know? And I think that's what, you know, I always have to give, you know, extra kudos to, to, to people that actually, you know, get on a, a, a television, you know, a television series and guard, I'm going to compete. Okay. But you're also, you know, you're also, you know, like you said, being casted. Um, you're also having to sell yourself, sell your story, you know, along with, oh yeah, this is the skill that I bring along with these other people, you know, but I'm going to bring my skill in a different way along with my story. And if it fits what, you know, what you guys are trying to sell, then you know what, let's see if I can excel at this. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, so I guess, <clears throat> you know, you, <laughs> you did well, you did very well. Did very well, <laughs> by the way. Uh, I mean, it's not like you can't be Googled. Um, but you did very well. Um, you went on tour. Um, uh, so h- this is my question. So let's say after So You was done, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, and you you you, would, uh, uh, you pointed it out earlier. Um, that's when a, a, you know a lot of dancers decided: Am I going to go West Coast? Am I going to go East Coast? Um, did you? Or am you I going to go home? Or yeah, are you going to go home? Um, Let's be honest. You weren't gonna go home. Relax. There was no go- well. There was no going home. Relax.
1: There was. The, you have to remember. I, at the same time, I was still doing the competitive cheer and dance thing, and was running yeah. my own dance program at the same time. This, think, yeah, you know, that's true. Like, on I remember the TV that. show. Yeah. So there was also that. that what do, there's kids I've been mentoring and, and you know, teaching. Like, how do I just leave all that behind?
0: Well, you know, yes, yes, but <laughs> but. But, but also what about me? Yeah, and what about what you teach following your dream? You
1: know right, know? Like, so it's like,
0: yeah, there so much, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you, you, you know, that part I do get. You know what I mean? But but I also, you know, we we tell everyone chase your dreams, but you know, yeah. put your heart into it, you give everything you have. Thing. It's a very, it's a, it is one the one of the most scariest things that you will ever do as a human being is like realizing you know what. I've got to give this everything I have, meaning I have to leave everything and everything that's not this behind in order for me to give this one specific thing my all. That is so scary because if I fail, yeah. because it's always in my head, what if I fail? Okay, if I fail, then is it all for nothing? Possibly not, but will I be able to make up for the lost time? Will I be able to do this or that or the other because of you know what I've sacrificed? Um, that is very very scary, you know. And you like you said earlier, it's it it, it makes you know. It's that's vulnerability. I mean, across the board. Yeah. Uh, it's a gamble. Let's just be one hundred. It's a gamble. But you know, either either going to crap out or you know what, or you're going to be super successful. I feel like I feel like you're you're the latter right now. I feel like you're doing pretty well. <laughs> I don't know. Call me crazy.
1: Well, we're, but we're working on it.
0: You're working on it, but let's say like you know what? All right, how about this? Are your bills paid? Yes, sir. Okay, is your belly full?
1: I just had a beautiful bacon double cheeseburger uh, from the. Uh, what's called room service right before this uh, little call? did
0: <laughs> so, okay, yes. so. Yeah, so you are doing all right? You got a roof over your head. You got clothes in your back. You're blessed. Um, what I what I you know like I said for for me you know what was I guess what I want to know is what what made you decide all right I'm gonna go West Coast and not East Coast. Was there was there anything in you like you know what I you know I want to I think I want to do the Broadway thing. Um, uh,
1: well, I can't sing, so this this is going to prove to be interesting later. Um so I, I, I can't sing to save my life. Uh I have gone to some Broadway editions now. Mm. Um, but in that moment, uh I think I already had a very set uh idea of who I wanted to work with, uh or work for, right. and uh, you know, dance alongside or perform for all those things. I already had a very specific vision as to the kind of career path I wanted to take, leading, right. so you think. Um and like I said, everyone, every dancer that's on that show and makes it uh, as far as they do, whether it's just the top 20 or the top 10 and, and perform to the tour, um, everyone knows what route they want to take or they Absolutely. think they know the route they want to take, which is also right. interesting as well. You know, growing up, I saw movies from New York and, and dance movies, and I always thought I wanted to do, you know, Broadway dancing. Absolutely. The older I got, I actually stopped enjoying, for a moment, musical theater stuff. <gasps> I I just it wasn't sitting with me. It was like, we're watching a movie. Why did everyone break it out into a song? I, I, I'm confused. Ooh, where did all this come from? The
0: world's greatest hater. You're a hater. It's not you, even a you hater. Are, you already, like Listen, I'm going to be 100 right now. Anybody that knows me knows I, I will fight behind some music theater. You <laughs> already know. I thought See, I was going to be the first black genre. I appreciate it.
1: Jean. I appreciate it now. So oh, yeah. I mean, it.
0: yeah, you can. You, I mean, you're closer to it than there I am. There was a
1: moment when I was like, you know, in my 20s, and all I wanted was a smash, crack, crack, you know, or wanted <laughs> to hear a, 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 some bass drum, a yeah. guitar, you know, that still to this day is probably the, the most sexiest feeling to ever touch the sensories of all of my body is the feeling of a life, a live band. Oof. Playing and feeling the reverberations from the from the stage to the the speakers that are uh, around you and above you, the the warmth of the of the stage lights, the the roar of a crowd. I'm sure we'll get that's, into that later. But basically, the idea, yeah. The idea that I knew I wanted was a tour, a TV film. I knew that that's what I wanted to take, and I knew out of the two locations, New York or LA, LA was the prime location for me to be. So. Yeah. Going with So You Think, we had this thing called a um, Friends and Family Showcase before we went on tour, where they also invited um, all of the agencies out in LA. Oh, wow. To do kind of like a pre-scout. Now, while yeah. we were on this tour, we weren't allowed to get signed to any agents, though. We couldn't have any representation to compete on the show. We couldn't have any representation until our tour contract was up, which was not till January something, January 20-something of that year, uh, or entering year, which is 2016. I met a man named JC Gutierrez, who is still to this day, my manager. Um, I had met with other people, but there was just like we had said or talked about uh, earlier is like the people that you meet, there's some people that just really stand out to you yeah. and there's people who immediately you just kind of, you just know like they, they have got a great head on their shoulders or Absolutely. they, they know what they want. They like, they're inspiring, they're motivating, they're just great people to be around and you want to surround yourself with those kind of people. And so for me in that moment when I met this man, I was like, okay, he could be, you know, the 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 guide helped me get yeah. my career started. Tour goes on. Um we have our LA show in uh December of 2015 and that's where everyone's allowed to kind of do their uh what's that? What, what happens in football when signing day? Yeah. A draft day, whatever. Yeah. And that's the day where everyone was allowed to mingle with the agents after that, performing for them in L.A., which also everyone's, you know, it's one thing to perform um, live on TV and try to get the votes to, you know, become America's favorite dancer. It's another thing to perform for a room full of agents and also, you know, the fans of so you think. But this is ultimately like, all right, let's see how great you've gotten in the past four months of touring. And do we want to still actually keep you? And are we interested in having you as part of our yeah. uh, cast or crew of, yeah. of, of dancers that we have our roster? Um, so yeah, that guy signed me that day. Um, it was just kind of a no brainer, and to this day, he's one of my now managers. I have three or four um all working within the same umbrella. Yeah, it was like I said, the trajectory from so you think was so clear of where I wanted to go in l a and it was just an that's easy choice.
0: Crazy. that is so awesome, man. i'm I'm like smiling in the ear like, oh, I'm doing I'm here. Um <laughs> that's crazy. so. You, you so you think and then so you do you, when do you move to la i guess that's the that's the question Is,
1: so the tour that, show, show was in 2015 like july july of 2015 when i started the tour started like september of 2015 it ended uh january of 2016 i had to come back home to texas because i started dancing competing for nationals yep. and going to worlds and all that. all all the while uh oh, Because you know, World is the big competition where there's cheer and dance. But like at the World, it's like the basically Olympics. Before now, we actually have an Olympics for cheer and dance, right? Um, So, quick uh, shortcut to uh, when I was auditioning for Vegas Week season twelve, I had that whole week. By the way, of Vegas Week was the same week that World was starting.
2: Uh.
1: Ah, and remember that? Remember the dancing hot mess that we had? Oh, yeah. Oh. (laughs) So that that week, I had made it all the way to the very end, and I was freaking out because we had to compete on Saturday, and we had a a rehearsal on the Friday there at in Florida. Mind you, I'm all the way in Vegas, a couple hours behind, and the the um the oh my god, it was so scary because they're they're also having to book your flight the second that they find out you you stay or you don't. Yeah, and made it all the way to Green Mile, I finished all my interviews, try to do it as fast as possible so they could get me on the right flight to make it to Worlds and perform that day. I made it literally like by the grit <laughs> like the skin of my teeth to perform with that team um so yeah that was also just like a whole nother heart attack on it oh my but, so, god
0: it just it's like now all the pieces yeah. are coming together
1: <laughs> and so 2016 finish the tour i go back home coaching the team um go to compete in florida my niece is born get to see her reborn in texas um but in that process i'm like going back and forth between texas and la trying to find an apartment because i know i'm moving out there but you've got to be out there to, you know, scope out a few places. You can't just be like, oh, that's fine. It's going to work out. And a month later, like you've got water all over your floor or something. I don't know. Um, Yeah, that year I moved out uh, and finally was living in L.A. 100% by the time World's was over, which is in April. So late April after World's, that was my last goodbye going between Texas and L.A. And I had officially moved to L.A. With moving to L.A., you think, This was the perfect stepping stone. This was the perfect, uh, you know, push and momentum you needed to, you know, get things started in L.A. That was probably the driest year I have ever had (laughs) trying to work in L.A. I booked all of maybe two jobs. And one was a job that paid maybe $250 and the other one was a New Year's Eve job, which means it wasn't until the end of the year. Oh, my gosh. So... Thankfully, t- teaching and choreography and all the dance routines and competitions that go on in Texas and the yeah. people and the connections I've had, you know, that that was a great balance of having. Absolutely. And, you know, also, I'm smart. So I, I try to save as much of my money while on tour. So I have that nice little safety
0: net, you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I, I, I feel, um, I feel you on that. Woo-wee. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Listen, choreography has kept me off the street. What? I'm telling you. Like, thank, man. thank
1: baby Jesus for Ooh. all the eights in the world.
0: <laughs> I mean, listen, I mean, RIP, rest in power, Robert Torres. Because, boy, Robert would send me. I need you to go. I need you to go to Columbia for how long? You know, what? it don't even matter. Cool, I'll be there. Right. You got this team that needs help. All right, bet. What do they need? You know, what? it don't even matter. I'll go. Like, listen, my lights are flickering, they're about to get turned off. Yeah, I'll <laughs> go. I'm not even tripping. Now, I, uh, <laughs> I ooh man, I, I I know that feeling for sure, for sure. But you when you stack the chips, you save them, you're you're good. You got a little safety net. So yeah. I wanna fast forward since we're talking about nothing sexier, you know what I mean? I want to talk about this magic Mike stuff. Um <laughs> listen, mate. Listen. I i again like I said, you find him, where's Waldo? Where's Edson? Oh wait, where's Edson at? He's at what? Magic magic Mike? Since when? Hold on, let me look. Oh, he for real is. Okay, that's a bet. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's li- let me let me get my charger, my laptops
0: no, playing yeah, games yeah. right now. No, you're good. You're One good. This- um,
1: yeah, so Magic Mike, bro. That <laughs> was a plot twist for sure. Listen. You know, um we we done did the thing. That was a job oh my God. within a job.
0: Listen, man, I when I tell you. I would. I did not believe it till I saw. It, like, uh, uh-uh, uh, real? You know what? I ain't even mad. I ain't even mad. Listen, here's the <laughs> thing. Obviously, when we're when when we're, you know, for those that'll be watching the actual video, you'll see what it looks like. You know, beautiful person. He's beautiful. For <laughs> those that are listening, um, you're gonna. I'll, I'll have a socials and all that stuff up. Um, I will tell you this. You're never gonna find a more symmetrical set of abs. <laughs> so if 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 ever I voice said he was in the gym. He he's not lying. He was in the boy was in the gym. He's in the gym. Um, when that magic mic, I'm like, hold on. Oh yeah. Wayne got a shirt on. Oh, that's Edson. We're good. He's good. He's got it. He's good. He's got it. I I don't know which one I was prouder of. I don't know. I'm like, man, I don't know if I was proud of the magic mic or the so you think cause I was just like, this dude, he is this. He's 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 on his own wave right now. I think I, I, you know, what? I don't know if there was pride as much. I was just hype. I was, I think, I was hyped for you because I mean, I, I just know how much work you put in, and I know, like, you know, how serious you take it, and I know how much you love it, and just, you know, I, I personally don't know. I know what it's like to act on stage. I know what it's like to be in front of a crowd, like you know, acting wise, singing wise. But I've never had. I don't know that I'll ever have that type of confidence, I'll have that type of of, of ability to be able to dance. And to dance at such an elite level that I'm the 1% of the 1%. I don't I know that that'll never that'll never be me. So to be able to, you know, to be able to dance well enough to be able to express yourself. And I I think that's might be I think that's might be why I'm such a just a fan. Um not just a friend but a fan is that I think it's so it's weird saying it out loud, dude, cuz I I swear I sound like a a weirdo right now. There's a lot of dancers out there, right? There's a lot. And there's a lot of people that think they can dance. And then there's a few of you guys, I can say, that are, Edson, you don't have to ever say a word. And I know exactly what you feel. I know exactly what you're saying by the way you move. And th- I think that's been you, I one of the that. coolest freaking things is that I, if I didn't know you, you would still be one of my favorite dancers. If I, you know, if I never knew a thing about you, you would still be one of the people that I follow. Like, oh, yo, this is fire. Uh, Earlier, I talked about your evolution. I think the coolest thing, okay, one of the many cool things about you, one of the coolest things is watching how your choreography has evolved. That, it's one thing to evolve as a dancer, but to be able to choreograph and your choreography evolves along with you. That's, that's, and I mean, and it's not like subtle. Yeah. not that your your choreography was trash before. No, like let me
1: <laughs> No, no that's No, hold on. It's all, but, it's all good.
0: But like it it you know, I just, you know, it's just cool seeing just, you know, the lines are cleaner and you know, the, the, the symmetry is different and you know, the musical the musicality is different. I think that's I mean, you've always been really, really good at choreography, but the your musicality is it's so different now and how you 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 you're able to make a pocket of people move like the same person, or move. You can make 30 people move like three people. That's crazy to me. And I mean, I think I'm I'm good at cheer choreography. I'm good at cheer dancing. But if you're like, hey man, here's a track, make this work. I ain't there ain't no way. Or I can pick my favorite my favorite song. Like yo, I would love to, to choreograph a number to this, and it would just look like people running around in oatmeal. Um, the way that you're able to just it's just weird. I mean, you know, I mean, it's it's cool because I mean, and again, anyone can go to his his IG and look at some of his earlier stuff versus some of his newer stuff. And like, yo, dude is dude is nice. Um, I think that's it's just cool seeing your evolution, man. Like I, I I I enjoy it because I mean, again, because I know you, but to you know, and it, you have to at least for me, I have to be honest. Like, would I like him if I didn't know him? Yes, I would. Would I enjoy his dancing if I didn't know him? Yes, yes, I would. Um, would I go to a magic Mike show if I didn't know him? No, I probably wouldn't. I get. I. I. I couldn't. But I'm definitely gonna. I'm. I'm gonna hear about it. You know what I mean? Like, would I let my wife go? Absolutely. Um. How I gotta know, dude? I got to know. How was that? How was this? And I just, you know, I mean, here's, again, it, it, anybody that. This is why I have to allude back to what I talking about. Is like when we go out and everything. When we would go out, you know, after you know, our our long nights of of of. Coaching, cheer, and everything. I'm like, listen, don't let, don't let Edson drink, fool. You already know, you already know. Oh, there night.
1: goes the whole, the whole check for camp. One night,
0: one oh, yeah. night is gone. But dude, I would crack. I'm like, you're come. On. Oh, Edson, he's on it. Oh, he's hey, on yo, Jesse, it. Jesse, you come here real quick. Like, yeah, yeah, he's on it, and I would just be rolling. I'm like. Like, okay, cool. Because, like, in my head, I'm like, Magic Mike. I can't see him doing Magic Mike. I'm like, wait a minute. I can't see him doing Magic Mike. I've seen him do Magic Mike plenty of Flashback. times. Flashback. Flashback. <laughs> <laughs> Final night, night three. <laughs> <laughs> Work week rep party. Here we Work go. Work week. We're done. Webby. Um, I just, it, and it's honestly, man, I I was so elated. I was, I was, I don't know if I, I don't know if I, I can't remember if I laughed. I was like, oh, Anson. I, I don't know what I said. I was like, oh, he's doing it he's doing it and you did it big boy you did it big for real for real. um I, how was that I just I don't even I don't even really know how to ask the question I'm like how was that
1: so that remember that year I told you that was dry yeah. with the auditions and work for me in 2016 after moving that was actually one of my first auditions in LA mm-hmm. and I was 20 25 25 and you know baby face auditioned, got all the way to the end, interview process for that job because it opened in uh, 2018 or 17, I believe, in Vegas.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's where the, the home original show is yeah. um, and majority of the original cast. I auditioned for that, like I said, got all the way to the end. It's all a casting thing, whether you fit right with the right, right people for the job and the you know the casting of it all.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, that didn't work out. Then we got a call back again to so audition but for the London show um and then that didn't work out also but also for other reasons with things that i was pursuing at this at, the, at that time um that's right when i had just started dancing for ricky for the first time for his vegas residency yeah. so I was kind of busy with other projects too it just wasn't adding up for what i wanted in life i got another like private call because they were having to replace uh the american that was in london because his visa was going to be up and he was going to be doing uh joining the australian cast so there was a, an open spot in london I went to the audition, kind of just wasn't told to prepare a solo for anyone I was auditioning. We weren't told to, to do any of that. But um, I remember preparing a random solo right then and there again, too, for that process. Do the audition. I already knew the people, the, um, Teresa Espinosa, Alison Folk, uh, Luke, uh, uh, Broderick. Uh, they all just kind of had like a really, really cool sense of like dopeness within mm-hmm. like just themselves as dancers and choreographers, the people that they are and, and the jobs they've done. They're just like such a pinnacle of people that you want to be w- working w- for and learning from, and you know, trying to like even touch a, a skosh of the caliber of like talent that they have, you know. And so I got picked very like months later after auditioning in like May of 2018 or 19, sorry. I auditioned in May of 2019. And my agent, JC, the one I spoke about earlier, was kind of back and forth with the negotiations. At that same time, I had just finished going to New York to audition for um, uh, West Side Story, The Revival. This is when we talked about how I can't sing, but I had been doing a couple of like auditions for Hamilton um, and West Side. I had gone to all the way to the end for West Side for casting. And basically we were just up for negotiations and seeing what contract came through um london's contract came through with magic Mike before west side um so i decided to take that one uh, and at that time also with life personally i wanted to like get as far away as i could from la um just had turned into not that it was a bad uh, thing with work i was actually booking pretty consistently and doing direct bookings where i wasn't even auditioning it was just a moment in time where i felt like i needed to kind of get away and New York was far but London was further and the idea of also relocating and going and living abroad and you know taking in different culture and different people and and, you know just seeing more of the world was something that was like you know this is exactly what I needed in my life right now an exact opportunity to take Um, and what better way to do it than paying the bills and getting all the experience with just dancing you know and on top of that it's something that was a style or not necessarily style. I like in a sense, I guess a style of dancing that I wasn't necessarily tagged for mm-hmm. in the dance world so far as, as for as long as I've been in it thus far. Right. Everyone knew I was a good technical dancer, everyone yeah. knew I could be clean, do some cheer stuff, everyone knew I could do hip hop here and there and, and yeah. jazz funk and street styles, but the masculine card was something that would not necessarily be, you know, <laughs> tagged to my name right yeah. right off the bat um and that was also another layer of vulnerability where you can you're literally in your draws you know at a point I mean you're still dancing there's still the show is really cool it's um it's immersive it's it's a break it breaks the fourth wall you know you you engage with the dancers like literally physically um like uh by being brought up on stage and 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 um interacting with some of the numbers it was just such a a whole nother layer, again, that I had to learn to be comfortable and vulnerable and, you know, exude sexiness, but not necessarily just like, uh, you know, beef head kind of like flex under a light and just like, look at me, you know, Jack. It wasn't that, it was more so like, how can I now take my performance of dance and my life experiences and then see someone that's in the audience and how can I make them feel special how can I make them feel like I'm only looking at at, at you and 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 leaving whatever's out there in the real world for those 90 minutes that you're here to watch our show how can we make this person's experience amazing you know what I mean that that job was was probably the coolest way of getting to know so many people that were either audience members but then also like the cast members that I met in London some of those guys are like Ride or dies That's for awesome. the rest of my life. Um, not just in London, I got to work also in um, yeah. Vegas for a couple months yeah. uh, while they were shooting the film for the third uh, third part of the movie. Yeah. Um, and then I also did the tour in Miami um, for the company. So it's it's been about almost like two and a half ish on and off years of, yeah. of working with that company. And and that that company also helped me solidify uh, a skill set that I've always you know, one and really wanted to dive more into, which yeah. is Ariel. Um, which I had done something in Ricky's show before, by mind you lying that I could do it. I was like, it'll be <laughs> fine. Uh I did I did uh Ariel for Ricky's show, but we were in a harness and connected to a cable. So at least at that point I was like, you know, if this shit goes wrong.
0: I still got something it's a it's my a, life. it's
1: a, it's a it's a cable, you know what I mean? It's not that I did something wrong. It was like, you know, that was like something that yeah. like insurance is gonna have to take care of later but with with the show for magic mike it's it's on um what's called braided silks and the whole thing uh-huh. it's on you like you're not strapped in there's no safety net there's no safety guard like you're having to move through choreography and transitions to stay locked into the braids or physically you're holding yourself on with your grip of steel you know yeah. um yeah that 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 whole part of my life for magic mike was again another like learning experience and another a whole other like layer of my life and everything thus far that we've spoken about I've had such a specific imprint and such a specific thing to learn for myself, for my dancing and for who I am. Like from, you know, cheering in high school to starting on a dance team to go do these UDA and uh, um, all-star dance competitions to doing UCA staff and, and still staying in the cheer world and learning that to that somehow blending into dance, like, collegiate dance and then ulcer dance right. that leading to me doing my career with so you thinking dance and that being a whole another section of life to figuring out life in la to finding a, a big contract like magic mike that was able to kind of finish that little rainbow wheel of like yeah. arsenals of tools and and styles that i've i've been accumulating throughout the year you know what i mean right. or the years of me dancing it was just a really cool and interesting part of my career just because it's not necessarily something that I jumped at the opportunity to do you know what I mean it's not like when I think I'm like oh I want to be a professional dancer I wouldn't necessarily say male review right Right. away you know that's not where I was going with it if anything I always try to make sure I was never doing doing like a atmospheric dancing with like which is like go-going you know like little boy shorts or like
0: yeah. Little Speedo you know, underwears. Like, that was you know, never... You know, you know, that niche or anything like
1: that, yeah. Yeah, I didn't want it to, like, have... To, which is nothing wrong with it, either. Like, no. I mean, I have friends who Google all the time, and it's cool, but...
0: It just wasn't for you. Yeah,
1: it just wasn't for me. It wasn't, like, the, the pathway or, like, a intersection that I wanted to get to. But Magic Mike was definitely, like I said, interesting. It was also scary like to put yourself out there like that i was like absolutely. am i doing this now am i now like a go-go dancer is this what i'm doing now like am i like <laughs> you know i know i like a post show this pictures on instagram here and there but like this is a whole nother level you know what i mean absolutely yeah um but yeah i like that show the takeaway was just kind of like appreciating it the whole show is about female appreciation and you know like women understanding their self-worth and not just women it's, it's really a show for everyone but like understanding your self-worth and 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 uh how valuable you are and how perfectly imperfect you yeah perfectly imperfect you are um and i kind of took that away from myself you know what i mean it wasn't just about the audience member. i also kind of like learned more about edson through that time because right. that was also that magic mike first contract was 2019 of september and my my visa was up until july of 2020. now what happens when you're living abroad you know, just yeah. watching the Super Bowl, J-Lo on the strip pole getting down, and you're like, life's good, you know, I'm living internationally, and all of a sudden, you get locked up in a, a house with <laughs> yep. two of the people that you just met six months ago, and now you don't know if you're going to go back home to Texas, and this yep. is how you're going to go out, yeah. a 30-year-old stripper. <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> 30, that was my favorite tagline to say during the pandemic. How are you doing? You know, I'm good, just a retired 30-year-old uh, stripper who dropped out of college.
0: I was going drop out. You know, don't no worry. Kanye did it. You're fine. Well, that's crazy. Yeah, you know. I mean, and, I mean, and, you know, obviously you made it out. You know, I mean, we, we need a part two and three Um, because, I mean, I, there's there's so many layers, man. I mean, and I think that's that's the cool part. It's just, if, you know, through all of this, you know, people are able to see, you know, a couple of things, how you were able to acquire more layers to the onion that you are, that we all are, really. Uh, But through your life experiences, I mean, there's so many layers that you acquire, but also through those life experiences, there are also ways that you can peel back a lot of those layers uh, of that onion. Um, And I don't know, man, I just I I I think that's up to this point, I think that's been the the coolest thing to, to hear you speak on is just, you know, how you're able to, you know, learn these life lessons through all these life experiences, you know, and either, you know, you don't you don't let them break you, but you you use them obviously to 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 build upon. Um, every layer has been like you know you've used it as a stepping stone for the next move and the next move and the next move. Um, thus expiring those people that that follow you, those people that idolize you to do the same thing. Like you know what Edson can do it, I think I can do it. I I'm gonna use my life oh, yeah. to to get to the next move and the next move and the next move. Um, and for those of us you know really on the outside looking in watching you applauding you and, and really rooting for you. Like, you know what, dude? This dude is doing it. Um, And it, I think it's, at least for me, I can't speak for everyone else. I can speak for myself and myself only. I think everyone wants to be a star in some ways. It doesn't matter if yeah. you want to be a star at home. It doesn't matter if, you know, uh, you know, you want to be a star, a star to your husband or you want to be a star to your wife or you want to be this huge rock star to your kids. Uh, you want to be a star to the people that you mentor. Everyone wants to be a star in some form or fashion. Um, You know, and and some of us, you know, become these actual stars like yourself that, you know, you do something just a little bit past ordinary and two bits past extraordinary. And the next thing you know, you're doing something that just most of us that do want to be a star. We we never I could never dream of like, you know what, I'm gonna go pay my bills overseas, fool. No, 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 no. You do what you do. I'm gonna do what I do, but I'm gonna do it on the grand scale. Um, you know, it it's one thing, you know, everyone wants to be sexy in some form or fashion. I believe that in my heart. My I really believe that everyone wants to to be sexy or to be seen as sexy by someone, spouse, boyfriend, girlfriend, you know, some random along the street. You wanna be seen as sexy, desirable by someone. But for someone like yourself to be able to I'm going to encompass this and I'm going to use this as a tool, not only, you know, to I'm going to bottle this up, but I'm going to use this as a tool to show appreciation to you, 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 and you. That's crazy. That's professional, bro. Like, I don't even know for again, for me, I'm like, where would I even start? Like, how would I start? Where's my inspiration? You know, like, how would I, you know, how would I bottle this up to make, you know, this person feel this way, this person feel this way by the way that I dance, by the way that I relate to them, by the eye contact that I make, by the way that I move. I I don't know. I'm built like a melted candy bar dog. Like there's no there's nothing I'm gonna do that, you know. And again, you know, you're an artist, you know. That's just, you know, Picasso had his paintbrush, you have your body. You literally your body is a, a natural moving paintbrush. That's just it's insanity to me, man. Like I can't imagine. Just having that type of skill to where I don't need words, you know. I am the picture. I am the words. My body is the words. Like that's, and again, that's why I think that's why I'm so just like what. Um, and I and I think I'll probably continue to be that way. Um, I mean, as long as I know you, I'm probably gonna just be in all of your abilities. Um, what you've been able to do, just you know, in in your short young life, and you know, you have so many years ahead of you. You have so many more people to inspire, you know. So many more eight counts to dance to, you know. So many more, for sure. So many more, and that's the best. So many more,
1: at least. That's just. That's just at least tomorrow night, for sure. You know.
0: So I want to talk about this before I let you go because you are on tour with Ricky right now.
1: We are. We are on the trilogy tour. The trilogy
0: (laughs) tour. Um, how has that been? I mean, I'm talking about. I'm like on a first name basis. Like I know Ricky Martin, like personally. Like I, you know, Ricky. Who am I? Who am I right now? Um. I'm tripping, um, what has that been like? You know, like I, okay, okay, you know, let's rewind it to when when you book when you book it when you, because is this was this your second time your second stint working working with with Ricky or?
1: So I first auditioned. This is my second. Well, this is my first tour with Ricky. First tour, okay. Um,
0: you but you worked with where, uh with him uh on his res his, his residency, residency in Vegas, yeah. yeah back
1: in 2018 so i had auditioned for his residency it opened in 2017 Uh and i had auditioned for it the first time in uh la in i think it was like january late january um of that year in 2017. made the last top 10 boys and they picked eight so life goes on you keep going through this cool you know it's a it's one One audition in a lifetime and many is probably one of the best advices I've gotten. Or one yes yes in a lifetime of no's. So you kind of get used to it in a sense. But that one was one where kind of like was triggered and wanted to probably go back home after the audition. (laughs) Um, You know, J.C. Gutierrez was there again, the manager to talk me off the ledge. Absolutely. Um, Time passes by, more experience uh, is gained, more lessons are learned as you're learning to navigate the industry and, you know, how to... Better myself for the job. Mm-hmm. Um, the following year happens. Uh, audition for Ricky's residency uh, on the t- March 1st, which, by the way, it was a leap year that year, mm-hmm. or it was it's still, oh, what is it? When is it a leap year? When it, there is a 29th or when there isn't a 29th?
0: I think it's where it is a 29th, right? Okay, so th-
1: then it was not leap year. And I was under the impression that there was going to be a February 29th. And in fact, it was March 1st, which was the day of the audition. So... I wasn't even ready for that audition. My car <laughs> had just gotten my car had just gotten towed the, the night before. I had just gone to the impound lot that morning. I'd just worn whatever to go get that out of the impound lot. I was like, you know what? What's the best way to work out my frustration and my anger than going to the gym? I was in yeah. the gym. I ended up finding out that the audition for Ricky was that day. Freaking out, spazzing out, not not shaved, and hair's not done, uh, wearing nasty Adidas back suits that are all torn up, most ugly shoes, a nasty little like tank top. I was probably in the least pampered condition anyone would want to be seated. You know, I was going to like a little LA fitness. It was no big deal. It was just a, another another push day. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was trying to get my push in. Uh, go to the audition with no headshot. was 30 minutes late. I had to go into the hair, restroom to wet my hair, look, make it look a little presentable. The timing of the universe said, this is the moment and this is the time. Just... Do you dance, and that's going to take care of everything. The fact that I rolled up into the audition, looking the way I I, I did, and feeling the way I was feeling, um, chaotic, and not having a resume or headshot, which to me is like so unprofessional, and it's like yeah. probably one of the scariest things to do: drawing a stick figure on a piece of paper with my name on it, little smiley face, turning that in with my phone number. Um, yeah somehow by the grace of god that was my time you know everything's about timing everything's about you know the right place right time and the right time to be casted for you as as personality person and along with skill sets skill sets important but everything else that gets you into the room and keeps you in the room is just as important you know um worked with ricky in 2018 that kind of uh vegas ended that year we had two runs in march and one in late may and then um didn't get to work on a tour because the following tour with him was because I was a magic mic in london right so i'd already done that time passes uh I did a couple music videos with him um que rico fuera uh right after the pandemic and then two years ago or a year ago i was able to, to be his like his double for uh, a music video with him which is really cool and then uh this thus far with this tour it's been you know really really dope he's Probably one of the, the most loving people I've met. So charismatic, so uh, down to earth and such a chill person. The people I get to work alongside on stage, the other dancers, are some of the dopest people. Super chill. Our bus is probably the best bus to be on just because it's like we're all over 30, except for one that we've, we've inherited. He's 28, but we're inheriting him to the 30 and <laughs> up plus club. Our bus goes to sleep by like 10, 30, p.m. We're all like lights out in our bunks, like taking a little little uh, nice nice rest but this has been so cool to get back on the road and travel Mm -hmm. and you know do a a tour of this caliber and and not just have um ricky's um talent to to, to witness and and be a part of every night but to see pitbull and enrique and and their crews and 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 their bands and their dancers Mm -hmm. and to like you know be inspired every night sometimes you get to just go out and watch if we go last we'll go out and watch the first two and just enjoy free concerts every other night, you know what I mean? And like like I said a little while ago is is for me, that has always been what I've aspired to get to also enjoy is being on a live stage. like TV is exhilarating because you know you got that camera and the cameras yeah. are moving. you got B shot uh, overhead, you got the steady yeah. cam, you got the 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 wide. so you can see the lights going from like the red dots switching from light, so you know where yeah. to engage to and where yeah. to catch the light and like everything. When you're live on stage, there's so many things that can go wrong. Yes, there's things that can go right, you know, and you gotta like adjust on the fly. Or costumes can malfunction, and you're still on stage, or you have even less time to quick change. And there's you're running through, you know, the crossover under the stage, and no one gets yeah. to see. But or like the other day we performed in Nevada, and it was Denver or sorry Nevada in Colorado, and it was in Denver. The altitude had your boy crying. <laughs> We had the little like oxygen tanks, and you're just like, yeah. Then like, running back out, no come back God. in. So
2: if that's quick changes
1: what... aren't, if they're not stressful enough as it is running, a, doing a regular 50 minute show, it is much more stressful when you're having a full on anxiety attack because you, you don't know if there's even oxygen in the building. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's but, hilarious. But what keeps you going is for me, and it's always been the same, even with like, with specifically also with, with Magic Mike, was when you get to see, the people that you're not just performing for in the front, but like also the people like far, far, far away from you. Like for me, I didn't grow up with the accessibility for a lot of classes or a lot of training because, you know, we got other priorities at home that take precedent, you know what I mean? Like food, clothing, light bill, heat, all those things, you know? So for me, when I see a couple or a father and mother, daughter, whatever the situation may be or the, the people who are coming to come see the show, I never take it lightly, and I never take it for granted because I don't know what kind of sacrifice those people did or had to make to, you know, be there and enjoy that show. I mean, tickets aren't 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 cheap, um, and I don't know. That's always what kind of like the most thrilling part is performing and and getting to be a part, a and maybe an insignificant part, but like a part. Of that person's core memory or imprint of that sh- of that show that they desperately wanted to go watch because they were such a fan of whatever artist it was that that brought them to that venue that night. And wasn't too long ago was it maybe like a week ago we had a show in Austin and I performed for my parents before and I performed for my little sister before. Um, you know I performed with her as well on stage. So we they've seen us dance on competitions. They've seen me dance for Ricky Martin. They both all seen me dance for live television um first you think in the uh, audience but nothing prepared me to see my niece <gasps> in the crowd dancing and literally picking up the choreography I do uh two steps and she was right behind me like in a pocket doing it with me like you know what I mean like <laughs> to see her like dumping up when I'm hyping the crowd and jumping along with me and like that for me and also knowing how natural dance is coming to her and the facility that she has that's She's got a, a beautiful point and arch in her foot. that she would make her a great ballerina. And she's always had great, like, natural instinct mm-hmm. with dancing. And she's always fought it. And she's always said, "No, I'm not going to be dancer. No." And I don't know if that's a whole like, "Mommy has to do that for work." Yeah. So I don't want to do that kind of thing. Yeah. But she's turning eight this year, and seeing her in the audience and then talking to her afterwards, she's like, "I think I want to do that when I grow up now." Oh. And so like have that you know, to share that imprint, you know what I mean? Absolutely. I don't know what this is gonna, what that show's going to mean to her when she's 18 and I'm. Right. Uh, we don't need to talk about what I'm going to be, <laughs> but, you know, it's just, like, moments like that. Yeah. Like, if that meant so much to me having my niece, I can only imagine what it feels like also for other people when they get to share it with whoever they go to to any concert and show, you know what I mean? Um, I mean,
0: you also don't, I mean, you can't imagine what it means to her seeing her uncle up there. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like... I think that you think about impact, you know, and here's, I hope and pray that this happens. I really hope this happens to you. I hope, I hope you have a moment with her where she tells you how much that sent you up on that stage. Cause I feel like you deserve it. Um, as, as many people as you've impacted, as, as many people as you love and as much as you love what you, as much as it shines through, I pray that you have that moment to where, you know and i'm sure you've had moments where people tell you like how much you inspire them and everything but i hope i hope you have that moment where your niece tells you to your face however old you're going to be <laughs> that you know what or I, young i'm <laughs> or young or young um i i am doing this because of x y and z and i can remember back in 2024 seeing you on stage and just how great that felt seeing you up there because i know you you know and that's my uncle and you know i used to say that i didn't really want to do i've always wanted to do dance because i've always watched you you know i really i really hope and pray that that happens um and if it doesn't i feel like it's gonna happen
1: (laughs) if it doesn't either i still had like i said what was it was a funny like moment like funny and beautiful moment to like See that and be happy, but also be like, I think I'm about to ball. Out. I'm gonna start crying right now, but yeah, I also gotta man. keep it together because I'm like, you know, performing, and it would kind of be like random, but definitely, I don't know. I was definitely holding back some tears during that show. That's I mean, they were awesome. happy tears, but it was just like yeah. just an over amount of energy that was, you know, just flowing through me at that point. That's just, I mean, you have, to, I can't even imagine like just the
0: overflow of the senses, just like my. That's every day. Here. Yeah, like
1: let alone you know, at, like regular show. Yeah, you know what I mean. You know,
0: I mean, to have your family there and just, you know, you're back home in Texas and just, oh, man, you know. It's just, you know, it's weird because you're just, you know. you know, Like, you, just you, years
1: ago, I was at the bubble, you know. We uh, were doing yeah. cheer camps. Or, I, cheer, or I, I was at cheer camps.
0: Yeah, I was at cheer like camp competing, in this bubble, you know yeah. I mean? And, you know, and now it's like it's a full circle moment where I follow my dream and, you know, there's somebody out there that's probably watching me that's like, you know what, I want to do that one day. Like, that's just – you know, I mean, God's so good, man. Like to to take your blessing and bless somebody else, man. I, I, I don't know, bro. I can literally talk to you for hours, but I'm gonna shut up. I'm gonna give <laughs> you these questions so we can get you out of here because you gotta work. Um, and I got surgery. You gotta shut
1: him out. All right, you got surgery in the morning, Dan.
0: Yeah, I got I got a uh, bicep surgery. <laughs> yeah, you know saying
1: that was, was just like just take that off.
0: Well, I I just well I uh one of my cheer girls was falling out of a pyramid, caught her by some pop so i mean it's it's a partial man. tear it's nothing like super super crazy but it's crazy okay, enough i gotta well, get surgery
1: um, i'm gonna send you all that healing energy for that and everything's gonna that. come out I great speedy recovery i
0: appreciate I'm gonna see you that. doing these
1: squats and these these bench presses again
0: oof, real oof, soon I tell you i better i need it i'm trying i'm trying to get to south africa this year all right hey, first question as we all wrap right. things up if you were stuck on a deserted island what are three things that you would take with you
1: my boyfriend my Pomeranian, and what would be the, the third thing? I guess it'd be a survival kit,
0: okay? By the way, y'all, y'all need to see his boyfriend. This dude is <laughs> all right. <laughs> I switched the DMs, like, what are y'all doing? Like, what are y'all doing that I'm not doing? Because little perfect couple, I say a little Valentine's crap, I was mad at it. Thank you. Oh, you boy. know, all that perfect Valentine stuff. I mean, I ain't gonna uh, lie, I gotta I add cute little Valentine stuff. I'm like. Oh, okay. Is that what it's like to be Ken and Ken? Must be nice. All right. Got yeah.
1: remember, I was actually in. I'm in Minnesota. I'm not actually with him at the moment, so that's oh, just yeah. a little flashback. Oh. I sometimes takes a little sacrifice. Yeah. But.
0: But I he, know he's proud he of you. Dope.
1: Oh yeah, for sure.
0: That'll be he's, a part. i of him too. Ooh. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be a part two for sure. For sure. Like we're gonna be after after the tour, we're gonna, we're gonna we'll, we'll we'll circle back. Um. <laughs> so. Boyfriend, Pomeranian, survival kit. All right. I accept that. Those are accepted. I mean,
1: what? Well, honestly, I just need the Pomeranian, the boyfriend, and the son. You said an island, right?
0: I mean, it's a deserted island. You, you're, I mean, yeah. So, I mean, so you're cool. saying no
1: one's going to bother us? Boy, you don't have
0: to we... eat. Okay, cool. I mean, it'll be a dead island then because you don't have to eat. What are you going to
1: do? You can go fishing. I like sushi. With
0: what? I don't the know. Survival I'm kit. sure.
1: You got the I'm survival a Mexican. kit. I know I can do I can. a whole lot of things. <laughs> I'm sure there's sticks somewhere I, rocks I, I, and rocks you can make a sharp.
0: Sake, I hope for your sake there's something I'm savvy. I'll text Savvy. You, you I'll have figure a, it out. You have a survival kit, you're fine. The survival kit, you should have everything you need.
1: Um okay, I'm gay. So, I am the I am the survival kit.
0: I hate you so much. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we're gay, we're resourceful. We'll figure it
0: out. <laughs> we, we're resourceful. This is what we do. Um <laughs> so <laughs> I can't stand you. Um let's go with your Mount Rushmore
1: okay so okay. top four definitely gonna start with Lexi Chayla oh, love
0: you Lexi love you. Lexi.
1: if she hadn't gotten the idea of so you think in me and her always being one of my biggest cheerleaders, saying you could totally do that you could totally be that person that you know comes from here or whatever the story you know you're just that she was just that person that motivated me and told me that I could do anything where it was from not making it to UCA the first time to then getting it the second time to not making So You Think the first time and getting that and like her also kind of taking me under her wing and learning how to how to make the skills I had already acquired with cheer and dance and turn that into business and teach me how to set choreography, how to edit music, how to uh, make it, you know, arson of tools that 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 i that she gave me and that i already had yeah. how to just move forward with that and use that to create a living for something that i enjoyed and didn't necessarily know i could create as a life you know right. um my other mentor jesse santos who was also yeah, someone yeah. who led the pathway with training and and um the outlets with hhi and world of dance and introducing me into that world and all of that things and and also you know the jobs in between that I've, I was, I've been able to to work with him um, musically. Ooh, that's a hard one. I mean, honestly, performing every night with, with, with Ricky, that's something like growing up, that's someone who I was dancing Absolutely. to his music and yep. I was shaking my bomb bomb as a kid. So to yep. do that every night, you know, I owe some inspiration to, to him and not just him. I think the fourth one I would say would be Janet Jackson, oh, yeah. you know, and Oh, but also like Britney Spears. So is it, that's a catch Ooh. me too. I don't know. I don't know. I I can't pick one, but maybe yeah, I'll I I just sum one. it up. Maybe I would sum it up into just artists in general, Okay. musical artists, because without musical artists, I feel like I would not, you know, have had or become the person that I am, you know, that's Absolutely. music and, and performance is what moved me and Absolutely. helped me, you know, stay alive at some points, you know? I think that's, that's technically technically
0: five, but <laughs> it's all dude. That is the they're, they're all heavy hitters too. I mean, you said Janet. It's you know what when you say Janet, it's just like I mean, Janet transcends all that is music, all that is its artistry. She's Janet is everything. So you can you can you can say Janet and Brittany. It's finally like, who's gonna say no to Janet? Who I'm certainly not. I make the rules. There's no way I'm never gonna say no to (laughs) this. This is my
1: show, (laughs) my show,
0: my show, my shit. I, yes, I, I, yes, I mean, wow, yeah, I, yeah, you, you added two heavy hitters at the end. I'm like, okay, y'all, and I just, you know, and it's weird because I I think Britney always now, today's Britney catches a bad rap, but I don't think people understand. People were very quick to forget how, how much of a chokehold Britney had on the world for like literally. A decade at minimum, at minimum. You know, I just, I just, I don't know. I just, I, I don't think I'll ever not be a Britney fan. And, and maybe that's why I'm such a, I know, I'm I'm a Taylor hater, dog. I'll, I'll admit it. Like, I'm not the biggest Swifty fan. Um, because I remember artists had to be able to, you had to have a little bit of a dance in you. You couldn't just stand there. I mean, you had, yeah. You had, I mean,
1: it was always the whole, you had to have,
0: you had to have the every whole package.
1: Part of the you package had to, yeah. I
0: mean, I mean, I hate you you can't you couldn't you couldn't touch the pop tracks without having at least a little something. Madonna yeah. wasn't the greatest dancer, but Madonna had a little something. You know what she me?
1: she was she was just all, all, that, that's a whole another person else as well. Like her creativity and her the way she puts things together in in her shows is beyond, and she gets the full picture and the artistry of it, and like and yeah. the story and the message she's trying to get across. That's I also, she did have the full package to, in that sense as well, you know.
0: To this day, that's the only concert. Not the only, that's one of the only concerts I'm like, I I don't know that, I mean, I, I hope and pray that I get to go to one of her shows. Because I, you know, I, I you know, oh my God, that's crazy. That that just brings back a memory. I remember we used to go out and Jar Jar was like, LS, we ain't going to the low straight clubs. We're going to the gay club. Okay, <laughs> cool. I was like, so what's that mean? He's like, that means you coming with us. I'm like, okay, cool. I guess I'm coming with y'all. All right. Well, you also know that means you get to hear what you want to hear. I'm like, oh, they play Madonna. <laughs> I was like, they play Madonna. And that was that would be how Sal and, 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 and Jar would get me to go out. Like, hey, we're going to the gay club because they play Madonna. I'm like, oh, I'll be there. I I have an unhealthy obsession with Madonna. Unhealthy. If Guess what so I'm going to had... go
1: watch. Guess what so I get to see on March 11th in LA. I don't, I don't
0: even want to hear it. If I hear what I think I'm going <laughs> to hear, I'm deleting this whole thing. No way. <laughs> On,
1: yeah, I'm I'm kinda I'm kinda psyched out. Finish the tour on the uh, on the tenth of this month of next month and fly back telly on the eleventh and that night I get to go watch the Queen herself.
0: Oh I'll be where I'll be. I'll be I'll be in Reno and then I come actually is that right? Yeah. Yeah, I'll i have to go to Reno, then I come back from Reno. What do I do after Oh, I have to go to Vegas cause Wu Tang's they have a residency for two days. So oh gotta, shit! Yeah, they have a two day residency, and that's dope. I gotta go see Wu Tang. Gotta go see Wu-Tang. Yeah, you can't not go see Wu-Tang. Okay, last one, and I'm out of here. Okay, you're trapped in an alley, gun to your head. The only way you got alive is you got to give me 15 seconds of a song. I don't care what the song is. 15 seconds of a song. First question is, would you be able to get out alive? Yes or no?
1: Uh, I think so. I would definitely go with a chorus.
0: What song would it be?
1: It's going to be Gimme More by Britney Spears. It probably would not be appropriate at that point if I was gunned to my head. It don't even matter. saying, Gimme, gimme more. Gimme more. Gimme, gimme more. 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 It's pretty bitch.
0: I hate you. I love you, age. It's I... I don't even know where to start. I don't know where to end. I just know that I am super grateful and thankful for you taking out the time. I know it was only supposed to be an hour, but you have such a rich life and some rich experiences. I was like, I'm just going to let him just say it and talk, and do his thing, and I'm just going to just go along for the ride. It's one thing to be a fan of a person, but it's one another thing to be a fan of a person that you know, and it's a whole nother level when you get the fanboy of a person that you know, and I was able to fanboy for a little bit, and catch up, and you know, see what my boy is doing, you're doing well, you're inspiring, and, and you keep inspiring, and you're loving what you do, and I think for me, that makes me just as happy as anything else, I mean, is that you're happy doing what you're doing. Um, not a lot of people have that opportunity to to have a career that they enjoy on a daily basis. I know not every day is like, you know, sunshine and rainbows, but, you know, you're able to do something that you're passionate about, something that you love, and something that, you know, when you're done doing what you're doing, you can look back and like, you know what, man, I... Really, really had an awesome month And I'm proud of you for that. I really, really am. Like a lot of people, Thank you. a lot of people never chase their dreams, man. You chase your dream and now you're living it. And because you're living your dream, people like myself can live vicariously through you. I appreciate you for that. Thanks, bro. So where can people find you? What are your socials? Where can we find you? It's
1: pretty easy. Edson 19 And that's it. E-D-S-O-N-J-U-A-R-E-Z-1-9. The social media handle is basically the same for all social media.
0: And I'll make sure that I, I put on like I'll, I literally look yeah, like loki his I, swipe his up yeah his, his <laughs> swipe up his IG a like, these yeah. Yeah. <laughs> please <laughs> please um I gotta feed him I gotta feed Miles at this house um but thank you so much man um uh my last question to you will be this and and we'll wrap it up when you're done with all the dancing all the performing and you decide to hang up the shoes what is one thing that you want people to remember you
1: ooh that's a heavy question. It's what I do? I I would say I would want people to remember the joy I had doing my job nice. and yeah that's basically it. I've, I'm a big big person on doing what you love and enjoying what you do and like you said sometimes it's not sunshine and rainbows but through the hard parts what gets you through it is the love and joy at the end of the day and I hope that <clears throat> whoever sees me whether it's working alongside or performing for um, I hope they know I enjoyed every second of it, no matter what was going on behind the scenes, you know, because I ultimately in those few minutes or hours or whatever long it is that when I'm performing, that's, that is the truth. It kind of all goes away all that sound, all that in the midst of all that loud music and and roars of the crowd, it all goes silent and everything just feels right in that point in time
0: that's awesome Ooh, I love that I got chills <laughs> man I I really appreciate you for this I um
1: I appreciate you bro uh,
0: I won't take up any more of your time I I will just say ladies and gentlemen we had a good one I give you Edson Juarez thank you man I appreciate <laughs> you. I appreciate <laughs> <it>. <laughs> yeah.